Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Conference Game Podcast. Today I have on the show is Megan Morris. So tell me a little bit about yourself. So my name is Megan Morris. I'm from Texas. I'm currently a junior. I'm double majoring in mass communications and theater. How did you start playing soccer? So I started technically playing on a team at the age of three, but I have an older sister who plays, so I've been around it my entire life. My mom was our first coach, so even outside of practice, I'd be doing soccer stuff. And then as soon as I got to the age where you were allowed to play select, I did. And then I went on to ECNL. And then I went to my first college, which was a different school than McPherson. It was East Central University in Oklahoma, and I absolutely hated it. The coach was just bad. The environment was just terrible. And I really wanted to quit at the time until my sister, who went to McPherson and played soccer here, she told me about her experience and said that it's amazing, I should try it out, and so I did, and I'm really glad I did. How do you feel about uh, McPherson College women's soccer team? Overall, I really enjoy it here. I think this year in particular, we've had a lot of growth as far as like positivity, team involvement, liking each other, which has made this experience a lot more enjoyable. From last year, How did you feel about that um, team bonding? So I was, I transferred here, so I was technically a newbie. And I was a little shocked because we did have a lot of issues last year. And a lot of those problems got resolved quickly with the help of coach and teammates. But I was a little worried at first when I came here because I wasn't expecting the drama. So... I wasn't too happy about it, but I think we've gotten it under control now. From those uh, last year past experiences, do you and do you believe um, as a team we should have done better? As far as playing, or as far as like teamwork and stuff. Teamwork. I don't know. I mean, because our playing is not as bad anymore. We yeah, we may have had our ups and downs last year, but we still played. Yeah, we may have lost a couple games, but it was it was the teamwork that was the problem. I think our biggest problem last year was that we had so many new players that the whole team was practically brand new. Like more than half of us were new players, whether it's freshmen or transfers. And it's hard to have a good group dynamic when everyone's still trying to get to know each other. We didn't really have that much leadership in the sense because there were just so many new people. They overpowered the returners. So as far as rules and, like, how things went, no one really had a clear, precise way of doing things. And I think that really hurt hurt us. So during those conference games, do you believe that we definitely improved from last year's conflicts of that conference game? I think we have. I think we are a lot more positive and work together. I think we all have a good group dynamic that we, even if we don't like each other, we have a level of respect on the field that we're never going to, like, not pass to somebody in practice or, like, not give them a shot or, like, yell at them in a rude way that, like, makes everyone, like, hate each other. I think we've all created a level of respect that we understand each other better. Do you think Mark chose good good uh, um, recruits this year? I do. I love our freshmen. Like, they are so, like, positive, and they bring a good level of skill and positivity to the field, I really enjoy them. So from the last episode, uh, 
Kunda had uh, said something about um, new formations and how, like when we should do them. Because she said during the fall is the time we should physically like learn new things. What do you think about on that? See, I don't know if I agree completely with that because to me, the spring is the time to experiment and try new things because it's not conference. Nothing matters, really. It's all just, I don't want to say fun games because they're still working. Like hard work? Yeah, they're still trying to get us to work towards a goal, but they're not as serious as conference. Spring doesn't matter as much as far as standings. So I think spring is more the time to develop and try new formations, try new positions, all that kind of stuff. And especially we have more time to focus on it. So that's a lot better than fall when we have like two weeks at max before we start conference. Because as soon as we come here, it's a fall sport. Mm -hmm. We are in conference. So we don't have much time to experiment and try new things. So what do you believe the disadvantages and advantages of this team is? I think one of our advantages is we always try to work hard and we have we've developed a better sense of like a goal a common goal I think we used to have very separate goals either I want to play more I want to be the best now we're all kind of understanding that it doesn't matter what I do it matters what we do and how I can help the team instead of how I can be the best on the team well, going on that, you, uh, Mark had a end of the season uh, meeting with all of us and had to have a conversation with us on what we can improve as a as a player. What were your imp- uh, what were your uh, um, answers to his questions? So, mine's definitely confidence is my biggest one. I struggle with confidence in soccer and school and theater and everything that I do, just because I get so much in my head and I think too much about it. And he's even told me that, like, I think too much on the field. I need to just play because I know how to play. I just get too self-conscious, like, oh, maybe I'm doing the wrong thing. Oh, well, if I do that wrong, maybe they'll yell at me. Maybe they'll get mad at me. I don't want to disappoint anybody. So one of my biggest things was confidence as well as, like, taking more shots. Mm-hmm. I tend to have a... a stu- like a stuttering moment? Either stuttering or I pass the ball off instead of shooting because I'm like, well, if I pass it off and they get it we'll all be happy and everyone will be happy that I passed it but if I miss and I take that shot everyone's gonna be mad that I didn't pass it off Uh, yeah because you you can tell from other players like they're like mad that you didn't pass it but then again they should be at least proud that either you make a goal or actually you know push yourself as a player and I think towards the end of the season especially in conference we all like even if someone shot it and missed it I think like at least four people would immediately say, way to go, mm-hmm. good job for taking your shot, like, keep it up. And I really liked seeing that as as well as hearing it towards me when I missed a shot because it was really encouraging. Agreed. But while uh, I was discussing with uh, Mark, he was uh, actually telling me that, uh, asking me if I had any, like, self-doubt, like, um, that I needed to improve to have self-confidence. But... I was t- I told him that I'm more of an introvert to an extrovert where I like to hold back, but I can definitely be very aggressive in my own way, which is an interesting combination to him. So he's like, y- you, uh, you're very much a person who will keep it herself t- uh, to herself completely, but you're oddly aggressive. Like you do intend to step on your teammates feet all the time <laughs> as 
you know, you got stepped on by me. So, do you, how do you feel that it, how my opinion, uh, from his opinion to from me, seems from your side? I mean, I understand. I am sometimes the same way. Like, I can be really introverted, and I can also be very extroverted. It just depends on who I'm comfortable with. And I think you, with your aggressiveness, you've come to the conclusion that, like, I'm trying to work hard and stuff. So that's your way of showing that, like, you care about soccer and that's your side of, like, aggression. Okay, yeah, I can totally agree with you on that. Okay, so let's talk about a little bit about Mark. How do you feel about Mark's coaching skills? I think he is a good coach. I wish he had a lot more help because it's impossible to wrangle, what, 23 girls? We are a mess sometimes, and we're hard to deal with. But I think he does do a good job with trying to keep us motivated with the help of his assistant coaches. Like Mario, I wish Roberto was still back here. Sadly, he got injured. But like all of his helpers, I think they all work well together to create something that's really like helpful helpful towards us. What are the disadvantages advantages to Mark? I think some disadvantages are he has like he doesn't always have the biggest help and I think a lot of us automatically like over the years have like discounted his efforts and his work and we just like everything he says like tune out in a way and then he's done a lot for us and I think sometimes we don't really take it to heart and actually understand and appreciate appreciate it yeah exactly like the locker room we didn't Mm -hmm. have a locker room up until last year him mario olivia and other volunteers on the team helped and decorated that locker room and we take care of it like other teams come in and like and destroy destroy it it. and like that's so frustrating and i know it's frustrating for him but he does have some good advantages too like his worth that work ethic I know he, like, started playing around with formations and stuff, and, like, to me, that really showed that, like, he's trying to win. Like, he's trying his best to, like, figure out what's wrong, and that has to be frustrating for us because we have talent. We have a lot of talent this year. You, just, you can also tell the fact that he's very upset sometimes of the fact that we practice harder than we play in an actual game, and he's yeah. been very – he's always frustrated because we're – the people that he wants in a practice – and we're completely different people in a game. And he, he doesn't know what's wrong directly. And he thinks he's, he's, like, he's doing something wrong or he's not getting, you know, any information of what's going on. Because everyone's attitudes change quickly from, like, one whole good team to a, oh, I give up kind of team. Yeah, I've noticed we started kind of, like, giving up towards the end of the season. And... It's really sad to think about that we give up because we have so much talent. We really do. We just couldn't quite get it fully there in time for conference. But towards the end of the season, we did really good. Because I researched in the pa- in their past that they were definitely very much a losing team as a uh, soccer team because of how many conflicts that were there. The board itself did not pay any attention to the women's soccer team because of their attitudes, their actions towards their coach, just everything towards everybody because it was just that bad. Last year's incident, 
it spread like wildfire that the women's soccer team was just completely crumbling down. And Mark had to pull us all in because of that situation because he did not want anything getting out like that. Yeah. I mean, I've always said we're a second half team. We don't really show up to a game or like we don't really fully get into it. Like our first like a half motivation. is a warm up for us. Mm-hmm. But I think as far as like everyone's views on us around campus and like our athletic directors, I'm on SALT, which is the student athlete leadership team, along with Lauren Machado. And I think we're working like pretty good with everybody else to like show that like we've changed. Mm-hmm. Soccer is not a lot of bunch of bitches like anymore no we're like we're trying to show ourselves in a positive light now that we don't have as many like conflicts and drama anymore so with mark's formations how do you feel about the formations he he keeps choosing for us because you can tell like from the midfields it's not working and you can tell it from like defense it's working and then forwards and the wingers are about average but we definitely know defense is working hard because you can tell they are like wanting us to come back and help them because they're struggling because our team doesn't drop back. Yeah. So how do you feel about Mark's um, point of uh, formations? I like the four in the back. I would be interested to see if we could do a stack four where like like four four two. That's technically another stack. Yeah, but I was like thinking like at least in the defense area precisely like a stopper and a sweeper. Because we usually play with a flat back four. Mm-hmm. And I want to see it like a little bit stacked. I would just, just be curious because we're losing like our top center defender. So I want to see if maybe that will be helpful and how that would work. Just a possibility. I don't know if it would work or not. But like that's how I played in high school. And I liked it a lot. I thought it worked pretty well. But it all is just on how things go and the teams we play. Because I think formations also need to change with every team we play because based on their formation, our formation needs to tra- change. Because if they have a similar formation or if they have something that's going to counterbalance everything that we're doing, it's mm-hmm. not helpful. If they have five in the defense, one forward's not going to do anything for No. Us. And, like, we always seem to have, like, a disconnect between either the forwards and the mids or the mids and the defense. And I don't really know how that happens, to be honest, because we have, like, four in the midfield, five in the midfield. Mm-hmm. And I liked his formation towards the end of the year where we had, like, like the in a diamond type of way where like the very top mid towards the forward acted as the like a tri- second the triangle forward. the triangle is the like the point on top yes instead of point on back yes i think it was ali and low who played that position at least mostly and i think they did a really good job of helping the forward out as well as helping the mid out and dropping back because we kept, we kept pressing forward as much as possible now you can tell everyone's moving forward when that point is that diamond point is on top versus yeah. in the bottom because we're because if we put it in the back it's too far for the uh, for somebody to just move forward and it just kind of upsets the balance of that formation yeah. but he definitely bit, made a better change by putting the diamond top instead of downwards yeah i was say i mean we're both forwards i mean i I did not like the one forward. I understood why he did it, and I wasn't, like, mad about it. I just made things a little bit harder because you have to go side to side, and sometimes you're the only person up there because everyone can't get up there as quick because they're just counterbalanced from the defense. Mm -hmm. So there's just not enough time for them to help you out and get up, especially if we cleared the ball towards the forward. And I think it's really difficult to keep running a straight line, trying to take the ball up by yourself when you have 
four or five defenders on you. And the fact that during these conference games, it definitely was affecting us as a team because we couldn't just get up there. And you can tell from every other team, they were just more or less laughing at us without actually laughing at us because you can just like, we're struggling. Well, it's easy to get discouraged too whenever you're just immediately getting shut down because, I mean, if they have four defenders, it's so easy to shut down one forward. Mm Mm-hmm. And if they see that you only have one forward, it's so easy to counterbalance. I mean, I used to play defense. I know that if there's only a one forward, just stay next to her. Mm-hmm. Marker. Like, it's so so easy. Yeah. No, it, it's definitely a big turn of the event. Do you, know, if, do you have any type of goals for this year that will definitely benefit the team that you think of? I mean, one, like, I'm always so big on communication and, like, positivity and, like, group dynamic because I know for me personally I don't play as well when I'm uncomfortable with my teammates or I feel that they don't like me so I always try to make sure that everyone at least has a sense of who they're playing with my philosophy is if you can't if you don't know three things about every single one of your teammates you don't know them and if you don't know someone how you can place to play with them like you don't like you guys don't really know me either but well, I know three I de- things about you yeah, three things but mainly I usually keep it hidden yeah. but yeah but I can see where you're coming from like you need to at least know your teammates enough to say you can play with them yeah I mean you don't need to know their deepest darkest secrets or their family life or anything like too personal like you don't have to be best friends with everyone I know mm-hmm. that you're not gonna be best friends with everyone I'm not I'm okay with that and they're okay with that but at least having respect for each other or knowing something about each other that if you were sat next to each other in a room at lunch, y'all could talk. Y'all could hold a conversation and be perfectly fine. So I think for me, one of my biggest goals for this, especially spring semester and going forward, when we have new incoming freshmen, is showing them that we're a united front and that we enjoy each other's company, that we do team bonding, that we like hanging out outside of practice and mandatory things, as well as like working hard off the field. We mm-hmm. all have a tendency to like like laying on the couch. It's easy. We worked hard for a full semester. It's we deserve a little break, which is fine. But it's important to also think about while this season is over, off season's a time to prepare for the next season. It's not just a break. Mm-hmm. Well, going on the goals, Mark actually has a goal to bring in more players this year, this coming school year, mm-hmm. as recruiting wise, and instead of like twenty one of us. Just to kind of, not actually, I think 18 of us at most. Yeah, we, we dwindled down a little well, bit. <laughs> we dwindled down because we kept losing players. But yeah, and about 18 us. Like about 18 players. He's trying to get at least 30 players total. Yeah. And seeing that, it gives everyone a chance to take a break from that position that they are in. I think... I think, yeah, it is room to, like, change around positions and stuff like that. But I think it's also supposed to light a fire under us and to work harder. Because, like, I know I've heard. Well, he discussed uh, discussed about the bench situation where there's only, yeah, there may have been only four of us on the bench. But you can see the lack of energy that was on that bench. So when someone had the ball and just kept going, you can see just they were just un unfazed or yeah. they're just kind of chit-chatting on their own thing he actually wants to get rid of the bench yeah we're gonna be standing when we're off on the like side which i i think i it, have mixed emotions about it but I, I, it's a good thing though because it get, keeps your body uh, body you know running with adrenaline because if you're just sitting there your body gets relaxed if yeah. you're just standing your body will build more energy 
as you're ready to get on the field and it keeps your body moving from you know stiffening up on a on a chair itself I mean, I understand his purpose behind it, and I like the idea of keeping us more engaged, more focused on the field, because I do think we have a tendency, we've all done it, when we get off the field, we're like, ah, we're home free, and just start chit-chatting about school, soccer, boys, everything, (laughs) and I think it's a good idea. I just, I know me personally, like, since I have, like, a heart condition, Mm -hmm. Um, See, you're you would be more reasonable because you need to like sit down and actually yeah. like take a like a minute to breathe because it's As, it's unhealthy for someone who has a heart condition to be standing because you're gonna end up bending down anyways trying to take that breath. Yeah, I was say that's my only concern because like after I get off the field, he usually pulls me when my heart rate gets to two hundred. After that point, I I really need to sit down for a little bit mm-hmm. and stuff. So maybe there'll be like a little like. My old team did this, like my old college, they did this and they had like the rule that like as soon as you came off, you could sit down for at least like two, three minutes, but then you had to stand back up. Mm-hmm. So maybe it'll be like that. Like once you got pulled off the field, you can sit down. But if you were just sitting on the, like if you were just standing on the sidelines from the beginning, you can't sit down. Yeah. You you could like just like sit there and just be like, you know, at least keeps you safe as a, as a uh, player and someone who has medical problems as well. Yeah. But and the fact that he's actually trying to make sure we're all, like, engaged, and especially at the beginning of the ga- game bef- with the introductions with everyone. Yeah, we were, like, standing up anyways, but just getting that energy pumped up for the beginning of the game is the main problem because we're, like, we're trying, but yeah. only, like, four people. And you know, one person just doing it, it kind of makes you, like... Why am I doing it? Why am I the only one doing it? I feel like yeah. I should not be doing it. That is one of my goals that's going to, like, that ties into, like, the team morality. Whenever we, like, are cheering for people, I had the idea. I didn't have it. I came to this, like, idea, like, pretty late onto the season, so that was on me. But, like, doing some kind of, like, cheer-ish thing. Not, like, a cheer, like, go us, go us, like that, but, like, Something to get us a little bit more hyped whenever the team comes back or, like, whenever they're announcing people's names. Like, maybe they have to start behind all of, like, the people who are not starting. Like, all the starters have to start behind everyone. And then they, like, run through all of us and we give them high fives. And then they run out into the field. Something that, like, lets them and the other team and the fans know that, like, we're rooting for them. And we are actually family. Yeah. To each other. Because yeah. you can tell they just the energy of trying to like be be friends right now is still a little iffy. But trying to be a family, especially when you're gonna have to be with them for the next few years, yeah, some seniors not really because they're done. But, but they still. would they would still want to be you know yeah. at least some some form of energy exactly before and they I, leave. I think it's very important to like work on all that stuff before the incoming freshmen come in so they can see that like that's just the norm and they can just automatically fall into it. Mm-hmm. Cuz if we try doing stuff like mid-season, everyone's going to be like, "Ah, we've already done it this way for a million times, why would we change it?" So do you really believe that Mark is making the right decisions in order to remove the bench, get us to start cheering, starting to have us become a f- more of a family because i know originally he tried to force that uh, team bonding thing on us last year and it didn't work out and everyone just kept doing their own thing and that's what kind of made us all fall apart but now that he's not pushing so hard on us it's definitely become more of a normal team bonding we hey let's go do something together or yeah. like just not not like feeling forced to do it i think 
sometimes you can't force certain things. I know, like, you Especially want to. Especially to a group of girls. Yeah, like, I know that's, like, the most, like, your first initial thought, like, oh, if I just make them, they'll do it. And that's how you can ensure that they will do it. But it's not going to have its full effect when you do that. Mm-hmm. But I do love seeing him try new things and think up ideas because something's not working. So I love that he's realizing that and, like, looking towards the future and going, well, okay, what, what, what can we change? What are the problems? What is a solution? So I do love seeing that. So going on to the next uh, year, since you're going to be a senior next year, what what are you expecting uh, from Mark uh, in punish um, punishment stuff? Because la- this year he was not very vague on the punishments as much. I mean, I don't think we had too many indiscretions like we did the previous years to require such harsh punishments. But I do think that there needs to be, like, a certain outline of, like, okay, you missed this practice, or you missed practices, you have to do certain of this. Or you show up with wearing whatever, and you have to do this. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what that could be. I don't know. I don't – I've gotten some, like – I don't want to say pretty bad punishments because that could have definitely been worse, but – just minor things like Olsen's doing yeah. suicides like that yeah I just I think there does need to be a clear cut thing and like everything is situational I do understand that and like if it didn't happen between me and coach I don't know the full story so like I can't really say like oh they deserve more or they deserve less but I would hope that everything comes out fairly yeah, because this year there were some stu- students who missed a game, like the whole 90 minutes, because they either slept in a different household or just didn't wake up to their alarms. Yeah, like for me, example, I missed the 6 a.m. Uh, 6.30 practice, and I was trying to make it to the last 30 minutes, but never did because Mark told me, don't just don't come. You'll just be running Olsen's because of that. And I think some stu- uh, some of us should be like punishing ourselves at least to say that we can be better as a player. We shouldn't be, you know, yeah, yeah. There are times where you can miss practice and you're like, oh crap. But I think just p- trying to like push ourselves further and not like a true punishment, but s- just actually like say, hey, I did something wrong. I'm gonna fix this by doing like Olsen's and just doing better next time i think holding ourselves and each other accountable Accountable. is very important and like i know i i've missed some 6 a.m practices (laughs) i missed the very first practice i was supposed to come here as like a new friend like a new person i was so mortified like that was my wake-up call to be like oh crap okay make sure your alarm is double set set three if you have to but you cannot be late again like that was like i'm i'm pretty good on self-regulation and like if i mess up like trying to fix it immediately and come up with a way to never have that happen again because I am such fear all the time of disappointing people, especially a coach and my team, and, like, getting in trouble. So I always try to, like, self-regulate my, like, actions. But I do think we all need to do a better job of that. So going on to the uh, next year, for sure, do you believe that this team will start to grow better as years pass? I do think so. I think we're bringing in a lot more new talent new coaches, everyone from different backgrounds with different experiences, and we're all pretty meshing well together. And I'm kind of excited to see a lot more players next year because every year we have, like, so many injuries that we – 
by the end of the season, we are falling apart. We have maybe three subs. And it's pretty sad to look at our bench and know that we only have three subs. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the other team has, like, 20. They have a whole other team. Mm-hmm. So it would be nice to have, like, extra players or a whole other team that's maybe a JV team or maybe they're just our team. I don't know. But I would like to have more people. Well, thank you for being on this podcast today. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you.